Remember Brian Fellows? You know, he always talked to the birds and uh, the animals on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. And that bird kept repeating on the parrot said, I'm Brian Fellows. <laughs> yeah. So that bird is a liar. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, what happens when the math is a liar? Math's a liar. Welcome to the MIB Podcast, where we help you chase your dreams side by side. And now, your hosts, Mike and Talia Osborne. What's up? Hey, everybody. This is Mike and Talia. You're listening to the MIB Podcast. Married and in business with children. <laughs> Not right now, though, because they're at home with grandparents. <laughs> We are children free today, coming at you live from Maine. Bath, Maine for one more week, and then we are hightailing it out of here back to Virginia. Yes, yes, yes. Back home, back uh, where the antelope from. There's no antelope there. <laughs> there's nothing there. Well, there's a whole bunch of stuff there. But there's lots of deer. Yeah, and a whole bunch of stuff going on. No antelope, though. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, before I forget, Facebook.com slash MIB podcast. Go ahead and like that page and follow us there. And then info at the MIB podcast.com where you can send your emails and your success stories so that we can give you a big shout out on the show. Yep. Today's show is, uh, we usually do kind of a recap. I guess we should probably do that. Uh, last episode we had was a reseller bonus episode number 12. And it was all about pulling the curtains back, showing you items we've sold, get you thinking outside the box of what you can sell on Amazon. And last episode was jam-packed full of good tips. Like yes. Literally, tons of good tips. Because everything, I'm pretty sure, almost everything at least, we sold in the last episode, we've sold dozens, if not hundreds, of these yes. same items over and Every over Every single over. one, yep. Very, very cool. And then we had episode number 45, Fix, uh, married and fix your roof before it rains. And that was all about being prepared for those unforeseen uh, circumstances that may happen before they actually happen. So having, you know, a, uh, a certain number of money in your bank account aside for emergencies, emergency fund, things like that, that can kind of get you prepared just in case something should happen. Yeah. And uh, today's episode is episode 46, and the title of that one is... Married and when the, li when the math lies. When math lies. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Everybody's probably saying, what does that mean? Yeah, when math lies. How does math lie? So, <laughs> math can lie when you don't know your numbers. Yeah. When you don't fully understand what is all involved in the business that you're running. Exactly. And this is like business, life, checkbook, accounting, budgeting. Yeah. It's a lot of different things. I think <laughs> lies. And remember Brian Fellows from Saturday Night Live? Yeah. Remember he had an episode where he's talking to that stupid parrot. <laughs> and the parrot was repeating him. And he's saying, I'm Brian Fellows. And the parrot, I'm Brian Fellows. Yeah. <laughs> that bird's a liar. <laughs> well, and that's. Absolutely. Yeah, and it's just like, you know, your math is the liar because you basically, it tells you that you're making money and you're not oh. because you've forgotten to add something or subtract something. Or you're just racking up that credit card and you don't really realize it, do you? Yep. Kind of like it when you go to the bank and you yell at them about overdrafting, which we've all done. When <laughs> yeah. There's nobody's fault except your fault. Yes. Except when... 
now we've had a couple times where it wasn't our fault. <laughs> whatever. I mean, it, I think the last time I heard overdrafting is a $26 billion a year business. Yeah, it's crazy. They kind of, billion. they want you to overdraft, but that's oh, besides yeah. the point. Okay, let's focus. Let's focus. All right. So like we said in the very beginning, it's really important to know your numbers. And so what that means is you need to really study your business and know every aspect because we've had a few businesses where we thought, oh man, we're making money or uh, especially in my case, because I'm not a numbers person, which is not an excuse. Like even if you're not a numbers person, either find someone who is or just crack down and take a day a week and make sure that your numbers are right. Yeah. And so let's when, give an example. I am. I am. So when we, uh, when I had my tutu business, which, <laughs> which we talked about in our story episodes two and three, um, you know, we had this tutu business and well, I had the tutu business and I was making these tutus, but I did not account for my time. And it was really difficult for me personally to account for how much materials I was using, what the cost was for all that. And you know, putting it all together to see if I was actually making money and if it was actually worth my time. Yeah, one time somebody asked her to make a, um, I think it was like a joker. She was being a joker for Halloween. She wanted a tutu, um, yeah, like a little dress thing to wear. And Ty is like, how much do I charge her? You know, I want to charge her like 25 bucks or something like that. And sure enough, like after I said, do the math, how big's her waist, how much material do you need, blah, 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 blah. And when she was through it, I mean, it took her three hours to build it. She had to sell for $60 to more or less make nothing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to break even. It was like 60 bucks, and she'd be paying herself like two bucks an hour. Yeah, that's not a good deal. No, and this happened. That's kind of why we shut that business down. There was literally no margins at all. I understand doing things for the love of it, like, but you have to do it to make money, too. Mm -hmm. You can't yeah. do things and expect to – can't feed kids off your happiness. No. Sad to say. I mean, <laughs> that's just how it is. Yeah. So account for every dime. Your time means something. Know your own personal ROI. And I think we're going to talk about that in another episode, but your personal return on investment. What is your time worth? Like uh, guys like uh, marketing geniuses, guys like a Russell Brunson, a Ty Lopez, these guys, um, they won't sit down with you for probably less than a quarter million dollars a day. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, and they're because they know that's their value. If they can step away for a minute and they would almost lose money by helping you. Yeah. <laughs> so they put out obscene numbers so you run away. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you really, like I said, you have to keep track of so many things. You need to know how much is your electricity going to cost you? You know, my mom has been running a baking business for a while, uh, probably like 12 or 13 years. And, you know, she's never, ever accounted for the electricity because guess what? She doesn't pay for it. The Comes family, the, the family budget pays for the electricity, but that is an expense that her business should be paying. How much electricity is she using? She's never calculated that. You know, how much does it affect the heating and cooling of the house? Yeah. Heating doesn't matter more or less. Well, in the winter, it's great because it, right. heats, it heats the house. You're doing it anyway. In the summer, it kills your air electricity bill. Exactly. So she like, has that stove running 24-7. Yeah, exactly. So these are things that you have to account for. You have to account for employee time. You have to account for your time. You have to account for, like, how much tape you're using per package that you're, you know, yeah. sending out. How much so, is your packaging? How much is the exactly. labeling? Exactly. How much is your gas? How much is your printing? Yep. How what's, much are you driving? What's the cost for the um, farmer's markets? 
what's the cost for bags that you have to purchase? Mm -hmm. And are you including that in the cost of your product? Yeah. How so, much is your time worth again? Exactly. So these are all things that you really have to consider to make sure that your math is not lying. If you don't include these things, say you have a product like I did and I was making the tutu and I said, Oh, $55 for the tutu. Right. And I didn't include any of that stuff. I would be thinking, well, I know I paid like a little bit of money for the tutu materials. So let's say it's $5 and, um, yeah, $5. So I'm making $50 by making this tutu. Mm -hmm. The math is lying to me because I don't understand that there is a lot more going into that product than just the materials that I was guessing on. Now here's a, we'll talk about this one because this was Talia's big idea. I went along with it because the math made sense. I did all the math in my head or well, in my head. I wrote it down and I talked about what we we're doing and based off what we we're doing at the time, opening a warehouse and hiring employees made sense. Right. Because I looked at me and Talia as one plus one. So with me and her together, we could easily do two, right? Right. And synergy is usually one plus one, you know, like what's the word? A Clydesdale a giant horse more or less can pull 10,000 pounds by himself. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you put two of them together, you figure you pull what? 20,000, 20, but no, it's actually like 30, 40,000 because two pulling together synergistically can do a lot more. Okay. So I figured we're going to hire three employees and we'll pay them 10 bucks an hour. We'll do this, this, and this, and we're going to multiply our business from 40,000. You know, we were stuck at like 37 to $40,000 a month. We're going to make it a hundred thousand. No problem because we're going to have three more people. Yep. The difference was they didn't give a crap about anything. <laughs> yeah. The quality of the product stuff being cleaned properly, stuff being shipped properly, packed properly, um, showing up on time, doing a good job. Yeah. So our business skyrocketed from like 37,000 all the way up to like 45, which is not what the math said. <laughs> yeah. The math said if we get, Three times as much product because we have three times the output, we should have a $100,000 company. But no, it did not happen. Nothing changed, not suppliers, not purchasing, not anything. And the math lied. Yeah. But this is a point of, the only difference was, I call it the value multiplier of personal effort, right? Right. So between me and Talia, we would literally, basically what we're showing there is we'd outwork all of them which just adding three people is adding almost like one third of one of me and Ty. <laughs> just one yeah. third. Like yeah. they are like the big toe. That was all they added. An extra <laughs> toe. Who wants an extra toe? No, we want uh, like 10 extra hands, not <laughs> one extra toe. That's why people always say, if you want to hire good people, you hire good people. You spend more money, you pay them 20 bucks an hour, but they work like a crazy person for you. Yeah. They're just a better a, fit. Yeah. But yeah, math lie because like I said, you cannot, tell sometimes the value of a person, whether if they're a great salesman or something, they could be a 10 X value of what you expect. Right. Right. But sometimes they're going to be a negative 15 X value. <laughs> All they give you is ulcers. <laughs> yeah. And you know, so we want to make sure that we're hiring great people, but we're also calculating everything that comes and has to do with your business. Another thing that a lot of people um, lose money on or don't think about um, and don't calculate in this actually will affect you greatly if you don't calculate it in taxes. Mm -hmm. So of course, consult your tax professional. We are not tax consultants by any means, but you know, there's a lot of people out there who are getting in trouble with the IRS and that's because they don't 
calculate in their taxes, they spend the money that they should be sending to the IRS, and then in turn, they're now getting fines and having to owe the government so much more money, whereas if they did the math correctly, and they had a tax professional who could direct them, then the math wouldn't be lying to them. Yeah. It really, there's nothing that sucks more than paying the government. But you know what? We have freedoms that we have to, it's what we have to pay. Yep. IRS stands for I really suck. <laughs> and that's sucking the life out of you, sucking the money out of your pockets. But we live in America. We pay taxes. That's what we do. That's so, right. So do the um, right thing. <laughs> vote for politicians that want to do tax cuts. There you go. <laughs> But and I know everybody's like, well, rich need to pay more. Why? Same percentage as you. It seems like that's fair, but okay, whatever. <laughs> All right. Uh, how about this one? Timeshares. Everybody's running for the hills right now. I'm locking the door. You can't go anywhere. Literally, timeshares make sense. Mathematically, if you look into them, right? If you can stay in a nice condo, two-bedroom condo, nice amenities mini golf and pools and restaurants and everything's right there on the property you can do that every year for your whole life that's pretty cool it's a good deal it really is right if you do it if you don't and you spend 750 dollars a year on maintenance fees and never go anywhere that sucks i mean me i, I mean we'll tell you firsthand we're spending 400 some dollars on a bedroom uh or a two bedroom little hotel room in kentucky for what three days in, in, in August, yeah, sure, yep. like 400 some dollars. I'd much rather stay in a two bedroom condo on a resort for $700, which is my maintenance fees, if that was an option. Right. So sure, like, I mean, look, me and Ty have been looking at vacations left and right. We keep going back from going on a cruise and I look at going to Cancun and hey, a week in Cancun right now is 2,400 bucks for me and Talia for a nice place that we like. It's a lot of money, so. What does the math work there? Sure, it makes plenty of sense. But how does it lie? You don't go on vacation. You paid for something that you don't use. Yeah. Right? It's like you can't call a treadmill a liar. You can't call <laughs> the gym a liar when you're the variable that causes it not to work. Yeah. Like treadmill over here in our corner, covered in dust. <laughs> it's not his fault. The treadmill wants you to run on it. That's his <laughs> sole purpose but it's your fault. You don't want to do it. So you are the X, you are the variable that causes the math to lie. Yeah. <laughs> when really it's just you lying yeah. to yourself. It's the gym's fault. <laughs> All right. And then, you know, Mike had his, his sales job. So in a lot of times, you know, you get a sales job, they tell you you're going to make so much money. And all you have to do is sell this stuff and you're going to make X, Y, Z amount of money. But what happened with you, honey? Oh, young, dumb, too, too many kids, married. It's, it was rough, right? Like first year in sales, knock it out of the park. I get, I get first in sales in the lead. I was selling um, advertising. And first year in sales, first in sales, got presence club, trips to Cancun. I, I'm, you know, walking around like a peacock, my chest out, <laughs> excited, right? Yeah. Second year, I do, my, my bosses just sell more. That's okay. So I literally get three times the sales my second year as I did my first. Problem is all the packages are small. So that year I go out, we get a bigger house. We rented, <laughs> we rented a bigger house. Got, uh, I think two cars blew up. So that wasn't our fault, but uh, got two new cars and more debt. And my income actually dropped by like 10%. Yeah. So my cost of living went up 20%. My income dropped 10%. 
And I was still the number one guy in the group with three times the output. How does that make sense? It's all about what you sell. <laughs> it's not about how many you sell. You could sell $1,000 a month plan or package, right, for advertising, or you can sell 10 $100 accounts. One looks like you're doing much better because you have so many more sales than everybody else. One makes you the same amount of money as the other 10. Yeah. So really it's all about, you know, who your customers are and things like that as well as if they pay. That helps <laughs> but really that's when math lies. It's not always about the quantity. Sometimes it's about the actual dollar value. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So a lot of people have these bonus plans out there you chase because you need so many, uh, you know, sales in a quarter, so many sales in every month and you hit this bonus where you get the extra thousand bucks, whatever. Truthfully, you'd probably be better off to get, a couple of really good, steady, heavy sales, big ones, make more money that way. Yep. And then, you know, there's one other aspect that can make the math lie. So I've heard several times from several different people about their businesses running out of money. And you can see this on Shark Tank. You can see this on The Profit, where the owner of the company is pulling funds from the company and spending it for personal use for stupid stuff too yeah real what was one we heard the other day on the profit oh, like, he was like yoga fifteen thousand dollars for personal development personal for like, development you know, the whole bunch of dumb stuff like yeah. one was like a yoga retreat one was a uh like sales training something and yeah it was a bunch of like a whole bunch of money too it wasn't like a couple ten thousand dollars like yeah. for the yoga thing and it was ridiculous but you know like i've even had i had a friend but those who, are actually good they're write-offs they're legit right well yeah but when you own a business you want to make sure that the money is being allocated in the right places at the right time if your business isn't writing negative you should not be pulling money out of it he was also buying uh well this another case we saw this person was spending a ton of money on scratch tickets. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. Buying, because it was the cash of the popcorn company, right? Yeah. Was just taking all this money out of the business and buying scratch tickets and chicken, mm. fried chicken and whatever mm. the heck she needed yeah. for like food and whatever else. And she just figured it's my money. I'll spend it. I don't care. And yeah. completely illegal. Right. So if, if you are a publicly traded company and you pulled money from your business, that's, called embezzling, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is illegal. <laughs> so you have to think about that in terms of your business. Yes, you might be a sole proprietorship or a corporation or whatever, but sole proprietorship, that's what we were, I think in the story you're about to tell, right? So what is sole proprietorship? Sole proprietorship is when your, it's basically your social security number is basically the ID number of your business as well. So you can kind of draw funds from your business um, and things like that, but you really, uh, again, talk to a tax consultant, they will be able to help you further an accountant. Um, but yeah, so that's the difference. It's still, it's almost like you, but you are working in business. Yeah. So the main story where I'm trying to turn this is, uh, we had a magazine once and the magazine was doing quote unquote well, right? Yeah. But when we started it, we are so stupid broke and we had no credit cards and we, I mean, literally we were living off whatever we made. Whatever income we had, what we made. And this was the same time as when I sold out everybody and <laughs> didn't make any money, right? Yeah. So we had started a magazine. It was doing, it was cranking. Like we filled it up in a month and we started getting new people every month and things seemed 
like they were going well, but what really happened? So um, when the end of the year came and we really were able to look at the numbers, we saw that we were actually losing money. And, and it was a big amount of money too. Yeah. And the problem was we were not keeping up with our bookkeeping. We had no clue what was going out, when, and, and all that. So we were unable to pay for things that we needed to pay for to keep the business running. And um, so sometimes we would literally have money. We'd borrow money from ourselves to pay for printing. Mm -hmm. And then we borrow the money right back after we got paid for yeah, the, you know, the, uh, the issue up front, whatever, to pay for our mortgage. And like, we'd go back and forth with this, almost like doing personal loans to ourselves out of both sides right. of it. And the math was just lying to and us. We were, and we felt like we were really close. And truthfully, we were very close. We had, yeah. we had a company that, like, you know, as soon as we shut down the magazine, we were getting, we got like 20 calls that month for people that want to advertise. Which doesn't happen in advertising. It no never, one ever calls you. Never happens. But this is, we'd finally gotten to a point of that. And, and we still today, we've shut that <laughs> magazine five years ago. We still, I'll get emails. Every couple of months we'll get a call, emails about, yeah, hey, pick up your magazine. How? Where? Where did you Where's get this five-year-old magazine? Yeah, in the freaking archives at <laughs> the library? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's when the math lies. When you think that things are working and uh, they're not. So I think, you know, in that case, it worked out. We got a big tax break from it. Um, like we always do because going to business, you get tax breaks, FYI. Yeah. But I mean, today, like sometimes if we ever have a chance or something where we have to use a business account for something when we, when we really need to use it personal, it drives me anti of both like absolutely insane. We don't do it ever. We never switch one from the other because we want to keep everything as perfectly unhairy as possible. Right. right? Yeah, it's just easier for us, easier for the accountant. Yeah, our, our accountant, she don't play. She'll beat us up. <laughs> Love you, Mary. Um, but yeah, and you know, when you, but when you do take personal funds out, it affects everything. So I have a friend whose um, husband just went through this where, you know, the employees, all he, they asked the employees to all take a pay cut because the owner was taking money out of the business. And so eventually a ton of people ended up leaving that company, including her husband, because they couldn't pay them anymore because the owner refused to change his habits of taking money out of the business. And so you do not take personal money out of the business unless it's in the form of a paycheck and on which you pay taxes yeah. because that is included and it should be included in your math. And then the math can't lie to you because if it's your personal expenses, and you just get the receipt and you throw it away or you lose it or whatever, and it's not included in the business costs and the business receipts, then your lot, your mouth is going to lie to you. Yeah. And so if you take account for everything that we've just talked about, it will help you have truthful math. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and sometimes math does lie and it lies for the good way. You know, you go out to try to close a company for a, $10,000 a month plan, they see that there's more value in a $40,000 a month plan. You know what? Your motivation, your talent, your ability, and your salesmanship, you had a 4X multiplier. You didn't even know it. That's <laughs> when math can lie in your favor, right? Um, how about when you just, you come up with a great product and you sell, you want to sell 10 a day, you sell 50 a day. Math lied to you there because you had no clue that it was 50 times better than you thought or five times better or whatever. Um, that happens all the time. So be optimistic that that's going to happen for you as well. 
Uh, when me and Ty started our company, we thought, well, I mean, reselling on Amazon anyway, we knew that it was pretty cool, but we had no clue that we could buy the, uh, you know, weird uh, gnome, uh, whether Disney <laughs> Snow White gnomes from CVS for 15 bucks and sell them for 50. Yeah. And we didn't know the math kind of lied to us there because we didn't, neither of us believe that that was actually going to happen, but we were willing to try. And we didn't know we could buy snow globes for $3 and sell them for a hundred dollars <laughs> and you know, whatever else. Yeah. So pretty cool there, huh? Yep. And you know, you don't know what you don't know, but once you figure it out, take action. So is that all honey? But don't, Hey, if you know that the math's wrong and you keep doing it, it's your fault. Yep. Put on your big boy panties. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks again for listening. We appreciate you. We love you. Follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash MIB podcast. Send us your success stories. Info at the MIB podcast.com. Hit that subscribe button. Smash it. Leave us a review. We love you. We hope you have a fantastic day. Bye.